sometimes our perception or belief in a rational reasoning for logical purpose keeps us away from understanding the very causes to the effects. The things that we have been told while we were younger and then we always think about well if my parents lied to me about this then who lied to my parents then my grandparents lied to my parents then my great grandparents lied to my grandparents but lied to my parents was lied to me but it's based off of us trying to rationalize it based on belief. That's where the sweetest lies are always challenged by the most bitter truths. And the thing that causes the effects, the effects become emotional because we don't understand the cause. We're always in a state of knowing it's natural for us, especially as a people, to want to know, to want to, to want to understand on the rational standpoint. But since we're so far ahead that we're behind, we've been put into a subjective state of thought that puts us into this mentality of when we find out something, we react to it in that emotional state instead of seeing it for exactly what it is. It was a fragment of someone else's truth on a devolved understanding of your greatness. A lot of the worst lies, some of the lies that are told to you are told to you based on the perception of somebody's devolved sense of understanding of you, their inability to understand you because their depth of themselves is shallow. Therefore making their view of you only to the surface. Because they haven't gone, someone can only go as deep into understanding of you as as deep as they went into the understanding of themselves. Other than that, you're both battling back and forth realities based on belief, based on knowing. Coming into consciousness, coming into your awakening, coming into your spirituality, you have to approach it in the same way. Some of the most bitter lies, some of the most sweetest lies are going to be challenged by the most bitter of truths that are bitter only to your ego. Your ego can't defend against it. As you start reprogramming yourself, these are the things that we need to start thinking about. As we get ready for this week's episode of the God Hour podcast. Let the negative fall away into the fire yourself as you rise into that more higher state. The duality is your right from your lower to your higher self. So visualize that up and down. The polarity that you get stuck in on conflict is based on understanding. Does it serve you? Does it not serve you? Sense it into that. Once you get into the center of that understanding, 
you rise and now you're in light or your halo appears. The belief of the death of the crucifix, the crucifixion of yourself, that human is what dies on that cross. But the God is what arises with that halo to create that unk, the everlasting life. Your soul is what we're going to tap into. Welcome to the God Hour. Grand Divine Rise, Grand Divine Rise, Grand Divine Rise, gods and goddesses, the beautiful yous, you monsters, you you titans, you chaos beings. We know what we are. We know what we're coming. As I just said earlier, those sweetest li- the sweetest lies that have been told to us, we have to get to the source of where the lies began. Nothing inside of you can, nothing outside of you can control or get you feeling some type of way without first having the keys to you. Nothing outside of you can get to you without having the keys to you first. Can't break into an empty house. And the ways that this happens is through those not realizing the causes of the effects, where it all started, where it all happened, where it all began. These are the things that we need to look into when we think about these sweet lies that were told to us at once that kept us sleeping in a lullaby state, as well as understanding why everybody else is still in the lullaby state through the sweetest lies. Because they're not ready to test the bitter truth as you, or rather you tasted the bitter truth. We have to understand the polarity. We gotta understand the duality. We gotta understand that mentalism. We have to understand that vibration, those frequencies, those correspondences. We gotta understand all of these, put all of these things in the understanding of the knowing that not everybody's going to come to this level. Not everybody's gonna wanna clear their conscience to take that accountability and responsibility as you are. Your first step is that you clicked on this and you tapped into the God hour. That was your first step. This might be your first physical step, first say via all of the mental steps that you took to get to this. The reason that you're listening to knowledge and information like this is because you have that hunger and it must be fed. As you starve your ego, you feed your soul. There's no other day better than today to get yourself in alignment and get yourself to rise. There's no no such thing as time. It's all about alignment. When you look at the aspect of time, every hand on that clock is going to say now. So where are you aligning with? What's your intention set on? What are you trying to manifest? But you got to get through the lies and you got to be able to stomach those bitter truths. Because those bitter truths kill your ego. Welcome to the God Hour, episode three, Sweetest Lies and the Bitter Truths. Welcome again, welcome again to the God Hour. Just want to get out of there. One more time, Sweetest Lies and the Bitter Truths. One thing that we have to understand is the most divine union that you have with the most divine union in your life 
is with yourself. The most substantial relationship you have is with yourself. First, that's the only relationship that truly matters because that relationship, as I always say, is the reflection of everything that you're going to, everything that's going to come into your life in the physical. And that's based upon your mentality. It's based on what you know about yourself. It begins with how you think about yourself because the universe is listening to every single thought. When you first align with the divinity, when you first align with your divinity through that mutual appreciation, you allow the universe in where the mind and ego often close the doors. You allow the mind, your subconscious mind, which records everything, your ego always shuts the door to not letting you go past a certain point because of the stances that you took based on the perceptions and the rationals of your very becoming, who you became, who you were in the beginning, who you identify with. And as as I've said before, we have to get past the identity of who we were and tap into what we are what our purpose is, what our strengths are, through our weaknesses, what our faults are. Our faults will lead us always to our best, but we have to understand the very beginnings of where it really started for us. We all tend to think that we always find, we're always been given this state of polarity, different scapegoats. This person lied to me here, this person lied to me there. The church lied, white people lie, niggas lie, bitches lie, my job lies. We think about all of these places that lie to us. But when we were in a state of need or survival, those very lies that were told to us appeased our ego and helped our ego defend us against anything that we needed to step up to. We never really had to take any true accountability and responsibility for our life up until a certain point. It's a repeat effect. It's like we become repeat offenders unknowing to that, damn, I should have did this before. I should have did this before. Or damn, I knew I knew something was bad. I felt it. But what made me subject myself to it? What made me say, okay, I'm gonna give this person a chance? What made me say, not all people are bad? The only way something can affect you from the outside is there has to be something inside of you that you haven't looked into yet. The only way that a lie can permeate into your subconscious is if something was already there to attract it. It's a bitter truth for a lot of people, but it's the truth nonetheless. We get stuck into these fragments of 
the white man's the demon, this man's this, this person is this, looking at, once again, at another scapegoat, at another scapegoat. For someone, for us to blame someone to take, instead of us taking responsibility for it. The main thing you gotta tell yourself is that it happened. Now, what am I going to do with this new effect that I can shift and create a new cause? What am I gonna do? What did it show me? What did it teach me? A lot of us are stuck in this instant gratification, this state of instantaneous on this physical mundane level in this devolved sense. So we expect something we always we always we are always expecting something instead of accepting the tools to create it's a big thing about us responsibility and accountability becoming a creator becoming a god you have to accept the tools that are presented for you to learn from you have to accept those tools that have been put in front of you to learn, to use, to cultivate, to plant those seeds, to grow. Because every lie is a truth in someone else's mind. Last week I got into polarity. If we don't understand that, these lies that we have been told are based on a deep, evolved sense of understanding from a devolved behavior. Remember, our ceiling, their ceiling is intellectual. The ceiling is intellectual on this human level. But that's just the floor to the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is based on intelligence. It's based on knowing. Intellectual is based on repetitive thought. How many times can I recite this so I have it memorized so I can say it over and over again at a cocktail party? Or sound like the smartest dumb idiot in the room. And when you're tapping into that intelligence, intelligence shows you through your intuition what things really are. Let's get into the understanding of the, gravi the gravity of generation after generation after generation being taught one thing given one set of lies one set of stories and how deep that really affects your mind your mental if your mind out the womb is perfect Let's take a perfect mind. What would it consist of? In order for a mind to be perfected and accept perfection, it's gonna accept death. As the certain aspects of it has to die first. The things that we have been told through the traumas, we were slaves, we started as slaves, we started as this, we started as that. We started as something. And then you go further back, we were kings, we were queens, we were this, this, and this. All these are appealing to your ego. 
well, I was a slave, so I'm strong enough. I got the heart of a slave. I got the mind of a king. Think about what you're telling your ego. Think about what you're telling yourself to serve. Think about the definitions of the words that you use. Remember, words are spells. First and foremost, words have always been spells. So if you accept the narrative that you started as a slave, you accept the narrative that you started in a certain place, in a certain space, in a certain, yeah, in a certain space, then you look for nothing else outside of that space. Then you look for the organizations that appease and reinforce you not having to step out of that state of mind. Sweetest lie that you'll tell yourself. You can lie to yourself every single day when you wake up and say all of these positive affirmations, but the affirmation doesn't do anything, isn't shit until you put in the work. The bitter truth is you gotta put in the work. That bitter truth shoots your ego. So then in the reflection, you start saying these positive affirmations. Remember, as you start speaking positive, you start speaking light, the things that come up first will always be negative. Because negatives attracted to positive. The key is, what are you doing when these negatives come up? Are you falling to them based on your emotion? Are you reacting based off emotion? You getting angry when a motherfucker calls you the nigger? Are you getting upset when somebody calls you a bitch? Are you getting upset when someone says you can't do something? Or are you using that energy of their perception, their fear, their lack of understanding of you and proving that you can do it? And a big part of that is you're not proving to them that you can do it. You proven you're validating yourself that you can do it, that you've already done it because you've already placed it into your mind. That's where that work comes from. Anything outside of this is what we're gonna get into. Friday, last Friday, Rings and Rings of Morality in the lecture I did Friday, got a call outcome on my YouTube channel. I got into really understanding the things that you create, the totems, or the conduits of your creation based on your thoughts, based on the arguments you have with yourself to validate and prove something, based on your believing. A lot of times, just like in any given instance, you will create a totem to reinforce so you can fill it and it reinforces everything you thought or everything that you knew at that point in time based on your perception of the reality that you're in. You'll create a totem. Some totems are far and out of sight of the mind, some totems are in your life. Some totems are far and out of, out of, out of sight, out of mind. 
And subtotals are every day in your everyday life, closer than you think. The first totem that you create is the image that you put in that mirror. That avatar that you put in that mirror, your star player, what you what you want to be for the day. So what you're telling your avatar when you're programming it for the day, are you telling it lies or are you telling it the truth? I tell my avatar, I tell my mini avatars the truth all the time. Therefore, my reflection every time that I speak, I'm always going to speak the truth based on my knowing. I didn't need no one to validate what I say because I have the information, the knowledge, the talent, I have the channels, the downloads of what I am and what I do and how I present myself. My self-realization, my self-awareness, my self-mastery, all of my stuff shit is in tune with my star player. So my star player can create avatars of that nature. So I'm never tethered to anything that is lower than me or in an evolved sense of mind. That's the mentality. Let's put it on an example. You go through countless relationships Throughout your relationships, there was always a common, there's always a common factor, and it's not the factor that you think. But you go through all of your countless relationships, and someone's always lying to you. They've always cheated on you. They've always done some underhanded, dirty shit to you. And that's been all of your relationships. So in your subconscious, you record. All niggas is liars. All bitches is liars. Everybody's a liar. Based on my experiences, everybody's a liar. Everybody's this, everybody's that. So you create all of these conduits and totems around you to reinforce your your environment. You put them in your environment. You created the environment. Those now everything now everything that's in your environment is streaming off of that same electrical grid, which is coming from you, to create these totems of what's around you. There's no coincidence that you go to certain places. It's just like you go, it's just like you go to the same store every day to get your smokes or get whatever you get for the day. You go there. There's no other place that you go to because you know everything in there, you're comfortable in that area. You see the same stuff happen outside of that door every single day. But you're comfortable because you know nothing else and you believe that's what it's to be. So you lie to yourself. Right there, you lie to yourself. Now, why did you come into that premonition of lying to yourself and not realizing it? Because someone beforehand before all of those relationships, who lied to you first? And better that, better than going further than that, what made you accept those lies? You see, we get into this thought process of accepting these lies for fear of bitter, before, before the fear the spirit got to me. Before the, 
understanding those fears of that bitter truth because it will shake the very foundation of what we built our identity on. That's that fear, that major fear. But through that fear is your greatest potential. So if you sit here and you come into your consciousness and the first thing that you see is, what, Jesus isn't real? Allah isn't real? What's real then? What's real? Then you go look for something to be more real. Oh, the Kemites said this with the principles and the gods and the, and the balance of my yacht and all these things of this. All right, cool. I, I liked a little bit of that. So I can replace Jesus with Horus. I can replace Mary with Maya and Basset. I can replace the Holy Trinity with this Trinity. Now I know the Trinity. Now I know the truth. You're still lying to yourself. Because now you just replace one set of facets of yourself of understanding for another set. That's just a devolved sense of you. So let's think about those relationships that you are around. In an evolved sense, you have a sense of superiority. You get with somebody that's not shit and you have money, you have whatever you have and you're surviving and you allow this person into your life minus all of the red flags and then you accept their lies that appease your ego. They call me beautiful. They think I'm fly. They like the way I dress. They like how I am. And you accept that until the contract changes, until the evolution happens, until your energy drops. And now you're looking for something else to blame. I told them everything about me. How could they do this to me? Why, what was your intention originally of giving them that information? For them to accept you? For them to make them feel like they're on the same level as you? That they can change? That you can help change and evolve them? That's this, in higher thought, for yourself and your higher self, you know that's not to be true. But you roll with the lie anyway. And then you get into an aspect of looking for another totem to blame on your shortcomings. Man, my job, man, you know white people don't like to see us shine. They're doing what they're, so you created a totem of a white person, an oppressor, and then you'll blame everything on them instead of taking responsibility for yourself. You'll tell that sweet lie to make your ego feel good, but you won't accept that bitter truth of reality, that bitter truth of accountability, that bitter truth of responsibility for yourself. Just think about how that links together. You already know they lied to you, but why did they lie to you? Your lack of understanding of yourself. 
So then you find yourself feeding urges. You're feeding your urge based on your emotional content. You're emotionally unstable. You're overly aggressive because you're falling into the definitions of an evolved sense of nature. If somebody gives you, takes, somebody strips everything away from you and then gives you a subjective way of thought based on intellectualism, gives you a subjective way of thinking on what wealth is, a subjective way of thinking on what living good is. Think about how that already went into the program that was already put into your DNA. Think about what you just activated inside of yourself. You keep shit deactivated to keep that same line. Trying to find your way in the white man's world. Instead of understanding this evolved sense of reality, this evolved sense of illusion keeps you locked in by looking for your way or looking for someone to give you something. That's another bitter lie, bitter truth. You're steady looking for somebody to give you something. And then they give you whatever they scraps they want to give you. Now you're further emotionally tethered. You're further emotionally locked down. You're stuck. You're upset. You're the angry black man. You're the angry black woman. You're the black woman that doesn't need a man. You're the black man that treats women like objects. And and think about the reflections. Everything's devolved into the sense of where it's at based on your collective thought. You got to change your own thoughts. You got to reprogram your own mind. You got to get your own house in order. It's nice to think that the lies that you tell yourself are going to help you in some way. But the truth is, they're going to hurt you even more in the long run. Because the more you lie to yourself, the more you allow others to lie to you. The less you look into yourself, the least others are going to look into you. For your value, your your self-worth, your rise, your who you are becoming. But when that truth hits... And we're going to get into that truth. When that truth hits, everything changes. You start seeing things for what they really are. Once that veil's removed, you start seeing that shit for what it really is. Seeing for its real purpose was. Why it was put there. These are the things that we're going to get into that understanding. Ooh, it hurts. But allow it to hurt that. You gotta allow that hurt in. Your intention can only be true and as strong as your value of yourself. Your intentions, your manifestations, your affirmations 
can only be as strong and as real as the love and the value of yourself. It's that's that's the that's a major key to that. These lies that you've been told were truth, and I'm gonna say that again, are truth based on somebody else's perception of reality. The shit that you've been told is a truth based on someone else's reality and acceptance. You expecting them to change their truth, change their lies, and change what they've done it will shift more than you actually think. Because you haven't haven't even gotten yourself in order to embrace the change and the bitter truth of the reality. Do you know what to do with it? If someone gave you the fucking truth, what could you do with it? If they tell you the truth, you'll feel good for a little bit. Yeah, I told you they were liars. What you gonna do with it? You don't lie to yourself. Now I can move forward. Where are you going to move forward to? You didn't put none of those plans into effect. Because you put all of your energy into something outside of you. And lost value and worth in yourself. You put all of your thoughts ideals, all of your energy into something outside of you under the guise of hope that if the truth shines and the light beckons everything will fall into place but the most bitter truth everything's falling into place on this level Everything's playing out exactly how it's supposed to play out. Everything's moving exactly how it's supposed to move. Based on how you think. Based on what you've been programmed into. Based on what's in your subconscious. So, we're gonna take this little commercial break for our sponsors. And then we're going to get into the other half of the sweetest lies and the bitter truths. Right here on the God Hour. We'll be right back. And now we back from the, from the break. I always wanted to say I... Appreciate the love and support for all of the content, all of the things I'm putting out that's in that state process. I was listening to something earlier from my man's uh, Derek Grace. He was talking about preventative maintenance and he went into the definition of preventative maintenance. And that's one, that's another one of those sweet ass lies that we tell ourselves that we always can go get more. We have this mundane thought of process about hustle, 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 
but we never get ourselves in alignment. So one of the biggest things that we get into is we get into this perpetual state of grinding or this perpetual state of time, getting locked into a polarity, getting locked into a conflict of something or other that I leave us into this mindset of I'm always going to be able, I can go make more money. I can go hustle. I lost it. I can get it all back. That's the same mentality on the devolved sense of your so-called oppressor. They operate in the intellectual realm of trying to get something back that was never theirs. You get into this mindset of on the other end of that polarity or other end of that extreme, you want to get something back that you've already had. You want to go get something back that you have already created. You've already done half of the shit that you've already sitting here trying to go back and get. So the main thing you need to stop telling yourself is lying to yourself. We need to go get it back from them and you need to learn how to acquire it on yourself if you want to go that route. But the main route that we need to get into is removing ourselves from this level. Putting yourself in the mind frame of we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to organize this, we need to organize this. You're organizing within a realm that's been created for the sustaining of something that is not you for humanity we get into this mindset when I, when I when i really when i say you must kill your humanity and ego i really mean destroying anything that connects you to your humanity and ego in the aspect of understanding your true self that autopsy that i broke down a while back is going to be the most bitter truth that you are ever going to face is yourself laying on that slab and you picking apart every part to see how it got there and why it was put there and did I put this there and did I not put this there what did I do to reinforce this that's the reality the illusion is to stay into your mindset of looking into that mirror and creating an image that is acceptable for comfort. That's the biggest thing when it that's the biggest thing with spirituality that you we have been shown constantly in media. It's about floating, it's about trees, it's about nature, it's about pretty shit. Everything starts in the dirt. Everything starts in the mud. Look at anything that they talk about the lotus flower. The lotus flower starts and it grows in the mud. All of its minerals and nourishment just comes out of that mud that is grown out of something so beautiful. Something so tranquil to look at. That's the same thought process as you. Everything that you've been, everything that you have been through, everything that we have been through as a collective, as, as a collective and, and on the singular path is the dirt is the thing that is what is inside of that it's not your ego your ego literally will have you sitting here thinking that maybe I deserved it and then you'll say maybe I deserved it and then your ego will give you every reason why you deserved it 
every one of your wants, every one of your needs, everything that you want to come in contact with, everything that you want to grow in will be challenged by your ego. That money that you want, that house that you want, that car that you want, that lifestyle that you want. You'll subject yourself to outside beliefs instead of getting in tune with your knowing. That puts you into the mindset of understanding that you are abundance. You are prosperity. You are knowledge. You are infinite. Those mantras. You are a God. The first part is speaking it. But you have to live what you speak. In order to live what you speak, you must have the knowledge obtained of yourself to live what you speak. Think about everything being a sacred energy exchange. So if you exchange your energy in the negative side of yourself, pointing out all of your flaws and everything about yourself, and then you go outside of yourself and then you create a totem in your mind. I just want someone to accept me for what I am. I just need someone to accept me for who I am. It is what it is. This is what I am. Accept me or whatever. What you're telling yourself, you're telling them to accept you and you're you're telling yourself, I expect others to accept me for me. You expect others to accept you for you, but you won't accept them for them. It's a double negative. It doesn't connect. It doesn't click. It doesn't come together. Two negatives cannot come together. They push each other apart. So when you're thinking about someone actually accepted you for your flaws, or it is not even flaws, because everybody has different flaws. Everybody has different characteristics, different things about themselves that it takes an internal mental change and matching the external to catch into. Bad skin, uh, bad skin, bad eating habits, um, money issues, saving, those things right there, those are also conduits of something that's in, those are also conduits of the bitter lies that you told yourself that I can cover it up. And then media, conduits, media reflects, yeah, you can cover it up. Come get this Sephora discount. Come get this Ulta discount. Come get this frontal install. Come get this lie. Come get this sweet lie that you can fit. Come get this sweet manifestation of your lie that you want to tell yourself so you can go out into the world and be comfortable. As you come into your higher self, you got to understand the spiritual, the entombed, the awakened ones, we do not see based on physical first. That's coming into that knowing. It's about understanding that energy, that vibe, that aura. You can be the most beautiful girl in the world, in the room. But if your spirit and your mind isn't right, 
you're ugly. You can be the flyest brother in the fucking room. But if inside your house ain't in order, your heart, your mind, your stability, everything that you do, your duality and your fucking understanding your polarities isn't in order, you're lost. So you lie to the others. Then you put your mindset into this thought process, I'm going to give them this, I'm going to give them this. And then you look for other traumas. This is where trauma bonding is the most apparent on a devolved sense. And a devolved sense of behavior is a trauma bonding pattern. And a devolved sense of be in a devolved sense of you in your lower half of yourself, your animalistic self, the animalistic part of yourself is a devolved sense of a behavior of a subjection based on survival. Therefore, that's trauma bonding. Your bond based on trauma. But once the trauma has been diminished or dealt with, there's nothing else to connect to. Not good and bad, we're talking about negative and positive. Because there's positive traumas and there's negative traumas. What's positive for me can be negative for someone else. My pop, one of one of my biggest positive traumas. One of my traumas that I switched into a positive trauma was my inability to sit still or allow myself not to acquire knowledge. I always had that thought of process. That's a trauma to others because it requires a lot of responsibility to do what I want. Remember, it takes more response, it takes more discipline to do what you want than to do what you can. That's that mastery of the urges that are around you. Man, I got the urge to call out. Man, but I know I need that money to pay my rent. Sweet lie, bitter truth. Man, I can make it up. You tell yourself a lie. Your ego defends against it. Your ego gives you more, your ego gives you that juice. Yeah, man, you can make some more. Man, you got two more weeks before your rent's due. You'll be good. You'll be good. You just make up the hours next week. Just pick up a couple shifts next week at your job. You go to work next week. Ain't got no hours. It's the slow season. Man, I just wanted to pick up a couple shifts. Well, you called out, and we had to get your shifts covered, so we just figured you would do the same, so we... Covered your shifts. You can ask one of them, do they want the hour? Do they want to switch a shift with you? Or give up a shift for you? Now you're upset and you're mad. Why? Because you gave up that shift. That was the reality. You caused that effect. But until you're true enough to yourself to accept what you do. You allow the lies that you tell yourself to be told to you by others. Being locked down based off of your trauma, when the trauma arises in points where it can be fixed, it can be adjusted, it can be diminished, you have to look at everything that you got based on that trauma. In this realm that we are in, look at everything that was were created off of trauma. Negative or positive, does it serve you, does it not serve you? 
through all of the traumas, the trials, all these tribulations, right now you can sit wherever you're at and you got lights and water and water. And let's use that for the example. You got lights, water, and water, and you, you, you chilling in your crib. All right, cool. That's the reality. You sustain your survival based on what you have. Who gave it to you? Who allowed you to have it in that room? Man, I didn't, man, nah, man, they stole this. So in your mindset, this is, this is a real, this is a real spill to the thought process. In that mindset, if they stole it, why can't you steal it back? Because you don't have the ability. That's not you. You don't have that ability. That's not you. That you know of. What we have to get into this understanding of for ourselves is getting back to the trauma building, that trauma bonding, that trauma building, that trauma as I adjust myself. I always adjust myself around the same time. You have to understand that the things that came to you based on trauma, when those traumas are done, when you fix those traumas, when you fix those flaws, when you fix those characteristics, of yourself that were self-toxic, self-inflicted, because everything's basically pretty much self-inflicted, you have to look at the environment and watch those totems disappear. And you must be accepting of those totems disappear because they no longer serve a purpose. That hatred, that lack of understanding, that fear, that, that anger, that aggression that you feel is based off of something inside of you you have not tapped into yet. Giving that power to something outside of you makes that your master. You not mastering the truth of yourself allows someone else to master you or to be your master. Think about how many masters. There was a line, there's a line in Baby Boy where Melvin says, and then Jody repeats it, and he says, are you a consumer or are you a buyer? Let's come back to this point in time. Are you, a, are you becoming or are you serving? Are you becoming what you Desire, are you serving to get the wants and needs to sustain you in surviving? Your desires require more sacrifice and more discipline in order to get to that point of where you want to do and what you want to do and what you want to embrace. Doing what you can based on survival allows your ego to give you those conduits and those totems to stay in place. You start realizing things when you get to your higher self. 
who was really there for you and who really wasn't there for you. Who was on your side. I always do this, I always give this thought out. That I, I want you to think, if you no longer are going through a breakup, let's scale that back. You go out every night. You put on your finest fit. You go out every single night. You're like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm out in the streets. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be in the streets. I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do all this. Then you have them. You created an environment. You created the environment with your mind. You didn't even think how strong you created your environment. You created the people the avatars to go with you where you were at and you have a good time. You reach to a point where it isn't fulfilling you anymore. So you decide to start falling back. So you start falling back. You start staying at the house. You start binge watching your TV shows. You start, instead of going out to go spend money on overpriced liquor, you buy a bottle or you start drinking, you're drinking more water, you get more health conscious to yourself. You start cooking more instead of going out and eating anymore. Everything that you needed when you were going outside of yourself is still out there. But now that you inside to yourself, what purpose do they serve? What purpose does a McDonald's serve you if you know the food's toxic and you can cook a better burger at the house? What purpose does McDonald's serve? What purpose does the urge of going to a strip club to pay someone to dance in front of you or whatever, if you come home and you have more value in yourself and you'll find somebody beside you that can actually have a conversation, all they got, all you gotta do is pay attention. What purpose does what's outside of you serve you? You start seeing things for what they really are. That's the aspect of understanding this level, understanding this realm. As I told you before, when you break down, you start reading the Gnostic texts and the Kabbalah and the Hermetica and all these other texts, and you start taking in that knowledge and information for the better understanding and knowledge and understanding of you, you start seeing these things as, yo, I've been lying to myself this entire time. Ain't nothing stopping me. My lack of knowledge in myself and not standing on my square was the ultimate sin to me. My ignorance created the byproduct, which is sin, which is a lack of knowledge. And then it allowed everything that happened that the way it happened. Once you start changing your mindset, you start seeing these things for what they really are. They're not lies, they're realities based on other people's truths and other people's needs for them. On that mundane level, you'll lie to yourself for some mundane shit. You'll lie to yourself and tell yourself that you need this, you need that shirt, those shoes and those pants. So I need that job to 
feed my vexes. You'll tell yourself that you need that bottle. So then you'll create, I'm tired of being lonely. Then you'll create a conduit, a totem, and another person to share in that trauma, sharing that toxic bonding. By lying to yourself, you created the truth for someone else, giving them power. That's what you've been doing this entire time, giving others power. You got to think about it. When you look at it on these different levels, then you understand why the church is where it's at, because it's giving power. You understand why the distraction is in place. Kobe's memorial was yesterday. And now everybody's gonna be sad posting all their Kobe pictures. When you can be sitting at the crib, using your energy to be creative in something else. Lying to yourself to fit into a certain space. You'll spend your entire life doing what is needed and wanted to fit in an outfit that you will never, that's it's either too, that's always gonna be too small for you. That's why you keep changing. That's why you are so uncomfortable. That's why you get so antsy around certain things. That's why our souls get so antsy. That's why the anxiety kicks in, the depression kicks in. That's where all of these mental illnesses kick in because you're not staying in true to yourself because you don't have an understanding of the value of your true self. That's why you feel that you always need an escape. You need something to lock you down in your, in your day-to-day in a certain space so you can continue being what you are. That release, that escape, that sweet escape, that sweet lie. But that bitter truth is, you gotta look into that mirror. No one else can look into that mirror but you. No one else can get you in alignment other than you. No one else can make you the better you. No one else can stomach that bitter truth other than you. Because that bitter truth was meant for you. That sweet lie is meant to keep everybody connected break away take the teaspoons of that bitter truth take that bottle of that bitter truth the sweetest poison to your ego the sweetest antidote for your to your soul is going to be the most bitter poison to your ego are you ready for that There's telltale signs that understand when you're ready. Everybody want to look for signs and purposes. One of the biggest signs is you listening to this right now. I'm simply a conduit of that thought and reflection from your higher self. That's all I serve as. Because I come from the reflective space of where your higher self already is. Where your higher self wants you to tap into. 
No one's going to do it for you. You can make up every excuse and lie to your... It's not an excuse, it's a lie. You can make up every lie in the book for yourself to make yourself seem like you're okay. But the minute that reality hits, all that, all that positive talk that you gave to yourself diminishes because you didn't give it any more fuel. You didn't put in the work. It's about putting in this work. It's deeper than white power and racism and oppressors. Those are conduits to keep you locked in somewhere, to keep you fighting. Keep you fighting on an outside battle when the main battle, the true battle is within. All of these conduits, all of these distractions, no matter how grand or how small, you really gotta sort those out and see if they're worth serving or do they serve you or do they not serve you into what you're becoming into you getting your house in order your body in order your mind in order your true heart is the mind your true mind is the heart this is the thing you have to focus on As I always say, this ain't for the week. This ain't for the, 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 this ain't for the one that's, this isn't for the lullaby lovers. This is for the ones that are willing to look themselves in the eye and see what the hell they're fucking on. The ones that are finding balance and the understanding of both sides of those polarities in order to enlighten themselves and stand in their truth that's what it is the sweetest lies and the bitter truth what are you going to do with the lie what are you going to do once you expose the lie Validate yourself. Find the purpose of yourself. Stay tuned for the message from our sponsor, the plug talk, and then the closeout. I love y'all. As always, always, this is that segment. You know, I keep y'all plugged in with the plug talk with all the currency, the current events going on in the God of Coke Alchemist platform, the God of Coke Alchemist world and everything worldwide. Uh, I have started the classes and consultations for life, uh, the life coaching, the um, life coaching, spiritual work from everything from guided meditation, guided meditation, to shadow work, candle work, rituals, getting yourself in alignment with yourself to your higher self. Uh, The initial consultation is always, the initial consultation is free. 
You set up that time, you set up that date, that initial consultation is free, always. That initial consultation is that emailing back and forth. This is how I got it. This, I, I've had a couple of misunderstandings and misinterpretations when they, everybody's people see the price list. But the initial consultation is you dropping that email. You dropping your email in at setcarlo, setcarlonegis.com at gmail.com S-E-T-C-A-R-L-O-N-E-G-U-S at gmail.com you dropping down your thoughts. You're dropping down the question that you want to ask. That's the initial consultation. Whether you drop it in there, you drop it in my inbox on Facebook, you drop it in my in, drop it in my DMs on Instagram. That's the initial consultation. Setting up that appointment, setting up that appointment to see what we where we can go at and what we're gonna work on. That's the $30 consultation. That's when you get that video call. If you're depending on where you at, if you're local, we can meet up. But if we're too spread far apart, then you get that Skype call. That's when we get breakdown. That's when we start breaking down who you identify with on that level, like getting to know you on the level. Like, who do you, so who do you identify with? Tell me about your mom tell me about your pops tell me about tell me a story that sent you to a breaking point what uh what brought you to your awakening i ask other certain questions like what is the occult what does the occult mean to you what does consciousness mean to you and then from there we build your we build that custom package for you because you may be further ahead than some and you may be just starting out we don't know until we actually have those conversations based on the knowledge you obtain. And then from there, like the initial consultation, that consultation is 30 bucks. Then we go into the which one do you want? We can anything from initial life coaching, and that's mantras, that's uh that's mantras, that's meditation, that's that daily little boost, that hour, that's an hour session. And then we go deeper into the life consulting, getting you aligned with your understanding your natal chart, understanding your birth chart, understanding your life path number. And we get deeper into that and we build those sessions. And then it gets deeper into the sessions for the guided meditations, guided meditations to all like to the shadow works and everything range between 150 and 250 because there's a lot of work that goes into this and I want to give you the value, the value that is of you. From candles, setting up the rituals, setting up that mindset. If you can't, if you don't, can't practice in your home for whatever reason, setting up an, I can set up that, also set up that candle work for you and we can get you working on that level. Everything is, we, we can talk about hash all that out when it comes to doing that. Uh, doing that also starting the uh, classes are coming up later on in the beginning of the new year, March twenty first. For all those that know what that is, getting into that, getting into the classes because I don't. 
you shouldn't the study all follow none. You shouldn't follow based off of that person has something that you think that you lack. You should follow that person based on their teaching and your study, their scholarship, the information that they bring. They're, they're a steady stream of the information that is growing in the validation of yourself. Uh, this Friday's, last Friday's lecture was Rings of Morality that is out now. Had a lot of topics. I had a lot of uh, feedback from that one. People, a lot of people were hitting me a lot. I didn't realize I was emotional as I was. You pointed out a lot of things that I didn't know. And that starts that conversation with yourself. The first conversation you need with yourself, like we have to start making these things normal. That's the biggest thing I always want to say. We're going, we got to start being living spiritual and make it normal. Having these conversations that we, the conversations that you have with yourself in positive should be the same conversations that you have with yourself in negative, both sides. You should be able to tell yourself that, yo, I need to get myself together. But at the same time, you need to have that positive conversation and speaking life to yourself and saying, yeah, I've come this far. And that's what Rings of Morality was breaking down as well as before that, Godical Alchemist, that's my YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed, subscribe, share, let the knowledge do what it's supposed to do. Await, take yourself to the next level. This uh, week's episode, this week's lecture will be Passion of the Christos. We are going to be getting into the understanding of the rise of your highest, the rising into your higher self, and why it is detrimental that you let go further more of ego and understanding why you have been outwardly persecuted because you persecute yourself unknowing. Why do you put yourself in these states of waking and mourning when you should put yourself into the mindset of rising and elevating? And that's what this, uh, that's the tidbits of the lecture. Uh, stay tuned to my uh, Facebook page, my Instagram page. I'm gonna start putting stuff on my Twitter more. Uh, start looking for the updates on that. That will be this Friday. We're gonna keep putting out little bitty seeds before we get up to the week as we're building into that. Also, of course, the God Hour podcast is the way. The God Hour podcast I put together, I said this before in the beginning of my uh, uh, starting the podcast, but Monday is a mundane day. Today is the only day to get two days that day, just like any other day. Today is the only day that matters. Today is the only day that matters. That's the whole that's the whole mantra of working that spell. Today is the only day that matters. Friday is that day that you free your mind. Everything in between that is building between understanding today is the only day and Friday is that free day. Everything in between that, that's the only that those are, that's the only day that matters. Today you are free. That's that mantra. That's that that's that program. Today you are free. Today you are free to rise. You are free to awaken. But what are you awakening to? What are you tapping into? That's what we're talking about. That's what we talked about. We talked about the sweetest lives. 
As always, set call of Nejus is in the email. Facebook is Rock Color Nejus. Instagram is Rock Color Nejus. That's Rod Carlo underscore Nejus on Instagram. God of Core Alchemist is the YouTube channel. God Hour is the podcast. Stay tuned for the closeout. As we get into this, you know, we got to do that closeout. Can't leave y'all without bringing everything together so we can further interpret and tap in. Everything is a vibration. Everything is a vibration. A reflection to be learned from. The emotion that's our ego's defense is what separates us, separates the dead, the life sustained, from the evil, the living and awareness. Words like, I'm always gonna say this, words like demon, Latin Damien, meaning intelligence and magic, are indicators for the occultists to read between the lines of the dark to find the light. Most are stuck in a polarity based on conflict and trauma, which leads them to never taking any steps towards understanding the duality of self. It requires letting go of belief and embracing the truth of self on levels that shred our humanity. Most can't stomach the thought of seeing beyond the veil of pains to see how many totems they created to reinforce their thoughts, beliefs, and views. Very big. Which leads to their fear and lust, which leads to their fear and lust in identity or the light and the love of it separates them. It leads them to fear and lust in their identity, which is that light, and helps them stray away from the love of self that's in that very darkness. There's only negative and positive. Does it serve or does it not serve? How a person survives is always detrimental to their rising self. That's where the Gnostic texts break down into the deeper understanding of the earth being the lower level of the tree of life, going to the Kabbalistic text, we gotta start putting together these texts, because it's all fragments then. Knowledge is infinite, it's all in fragments, you gotta put it together for your own interpretation. A space of exploitation and addiction, a feeding ground based on ego and survival, our animalistic nature. The lower chakras, if you will, it's not until we reach and tap into the heart chakra that we actually put in the real understanding and work. Human burden and human thought are the weakness of the higher self, the vexes, just like materialism. Words like sin, lack of knowledge, make more sense if you look into what it would be the byproduct of. Ignorance of belief in thought and void of knowledge of the heart. That's where, that's what this level feeds on. Thus, counterfeit energies, counterfeit spirits, lower level entities based on our own ego creates. The real nigga and the bad bitch, the oppressor, for example. All conduits or totems created by our own minds, powered by our soul's content and understanding itself. You see, that's where the breakdown comes in. The sweetest lies that have been told to you have been told to you for a reason for you to actually be able to embrace the bitter truth that can kill your ego to take you to your higher self to make you stand into your knowing. That's one of the biggest things that we tend to get confused on is that you can be lied to a million times, but what did you learn from that lie? 
Not what did you learn from the person, but what did you learn from the effects of that lie? Something that you had to work on, something that you have to take responsibility and accountability into yourself. Everything's a learning experience. All these are those examples created by your own mind. Thus, we find spaces in escape, whether it's drugs or even people, the rationalized life. We find spaces of escape in scapegoats, whether it be the sweetest drugs, and the sweetest drugs can be people, places, things, materials. A reason outside of self to exist rather than facing within to awaken. That's where we always say the Ar- archons, entities based on siphoning energy, based upon our ego, come into play. Reflecting our rational or submitting to the attributes of the ideal things that appease our egos in order to feed. Fears, pains, unresolved conflicts, emotional trauma bonding are just some of the ways that they feed. Man, we broke that down. From that one friend that's always there during the bad times, but dry during the good times, to that family member that always promotes the opposite and opposite and is always in constant conflict are just some of the examples. Anything that keeps you away from understanding self is an enemy of self. Anything that keeps you away from understanding your true self is an enemy to self. Going back to the totems created in the mind, the dark. What do they use? What do they use to stay in the light? The spaces between the body and the shadow are the knowledge of self in a nutshell. When I I broke down, when I broke down the in the in my shadow work lecture, that shadow is similar to like what we were taught, you remember you were taught in school about the light and the shadow and the cast the shadow, how long is the shadow? That's your internal knowledge. That light that's cast down that creates that shadow, the length of that shadow depends on the height of your identity. And what you use to identify your very identity in the space of the world that you're in. That's why you have things like entertainers. You hold so many things that are larger than life, such as entertainers and and all of these things of that nature but in the reality of it, it's like, damn, that, that's an entertainer. You worship the entertainer. But also when you worship the entertainer for all of their accolades in a positive light, on the other extreme, everything that you put outside of you that has power over your emotion, you give it the same worship on a negative light. Remember, it's just two sides of the same polarity, two sides of the same coin. So the same energy that you put into something and it makes you feel good is the same energy you put into something that makes you feel bad. You created both of these extremes, but you've taken a lack of value mastering yourself. That's why those urges get there. That's why the sweetest lies can only be destroyed by the most bitter truths. The sweetest lies are what your ego uses to feed. So you must start shoveling those bitter truths in order to start it. This was another episode of the God Hour. I thank y'all for your support. I thank y'all for y'all tapping in to tune out.
this gives you the understanding that you're at the table only where the gods and the titans can dwell i love you i'll see you guys i'll see you guys this friday and y'all hear from me again throughout the, between tuesday today and friday nothing else matters between today being the day that you rise and today being the day that you are free i love you all ashay